0: If you're ready to start living your dream life and being your most authentic self, but you're tired of overcomplicating it, you're in the right place. My name is Caitlin Burns. I'm an entrepreneur, actor, content creator, and certified holistic health coach. And here at the Uncomplicated podcast, we take a well-rounded and welcoming approach towards self-development. With topics ranging from quantum physics to ugly crying, you'll have a soft place to land here. It is your right to feel good again. So let's uncomplicate it. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Uncomplicated Podcast. It's me, Caitlin. If you're new here, welcome. Thank you for joining our little uncomplicated family. Here we just uncomplicate things that don't have to be complicated, that seem really complicated because they've become really complicated online or something or in books or I don't know, but we're like no wait I'm a human and these are things that I'm supposed to just kind of like feel and figure out and go through and so why does it have to be so complicated and that's what we're asking here and that's why we're talking about things together because it's everything I just said and that's why anyway and if you're (laughs) returning welcome back Thank you for being here. As always, I can't express enough gratitude for you guys and how much I appreciate you. I just got a really, really sweet message um, yesterday. Well, it was sent a few days before, but I didn't see it till yesterday um, about the podcast. And it really just, uh, I love you guys. I love you guys. So thank you for that. It is bright and early over here on this lovely Friday morning. What is it? It's 9.15 a.m. right now. I had a different episode planned for today and then when I woke up this morning, I was doing my little EFT tapping session and I sometimes get ideas during those and I got this idea while I was tapping and it's like fully the opposite. Not fully the I don't know, it's just different. Like I was going to record this podcast about change and how to embrace change and that definitely will be something that's like, you know, going to happen in the future podcast episode that we'll do. But this morning, I just got like this I don't know this download or something where I was like no I have to make a podcast this morning about how to be magnetic I don't know what it was but it was like while I was tapping and it was a Brad Yates tapping video the man I love that guy um and the title of the video is something along the lines of like feeling abundant worthy and empowered I think it's like a 12 minute tapping video so it's it's kind of long I don't know if you consider 12 minutes long for tapping I definitely do but while I was doing it and going through it, I was just thinking, kind of like, not like consciously thinking, but just kind of letting thoughts move through me, you know, you know, the, the vibes. And I don't know what it was that was just like, oh, yes, like feeling abundant, feeling worthy, feeling powerful, all of these things make a person magnetic but how do we get there and what does it mean to be magnetic and what does it mean when there is a person who and you know the kind of person i'm talking about right like you 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 talk about them and you're just like uh, they're just uh, they're just magnetic i don't know how to describe it other than that they are just magnetic like they just seem to have this radiance about them or this glow or this i don't know just this energy this essence of yes of oh like that person makes, it's like they're a reminder or something like that. They're just a very embodied individual. So how do we embody this magnetic energy? Because spoiler alert, we are all magnetic because every single one of us has an electromagnetic field. So what we're going to talk about today is we're kind of We're going to kind of come at this from three different angles. First, a bit of the science, you know, as much as I can get into, I'm not a scientist, but I really love reading about this stuff and learning about it. And so the science and then the energetics and then the habits and actions of a magnetic person. So we're going to start all the way down to the science so you can kind of understand like what's going on, you know, like when people say, oh, you're magnetic or they're magnetic, it's like it's not just a compliment or an adjective it's truth it's it's we're picking up on this person being very embodied because since we all have electromagnetic fields they're always extending and radiating feet outward around us and you might visualize like i'm trying to i, I forget what the word is but you know that sphere that's kind of like a donut hole it, not a donut hole it, there's like a hole in the middle but then it's like we are the whole and then it's, it's like also the shape of the universe and it's it's the shape of our electromagnetic field. It's like the big it's like an apple. You guys know what I'm talking about. or a pumpkin. You know what I mean? I forget what the name of that shape is. I wish I could remember. I even Googled it because I did a, a bit of like, you know, research before this and I, I was typing in like, what is the name of the electromagnetic sphere that is round and circular looks like donut and I can't find the name. Oh my God, guys, it's a Taurus, T-O-R-U-S, Taurus. I just had to hone down my Google search to be a little bit simpler. I was making it too complicated and we're here to uncomplicate it, right? So I typed in, what is the donut shape called? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and there it is. It's a Taurus. So, yeah, we all have these electromagnetic fields that are kind of like circulating around us in this like Taurus kind of shape. Right. And they're all interacting with each other. All of our electromagnetic fields are interacting with each other. And that is why when you say, oh, that person has bad vibes, I don't want to be around them. Like people say that, you know, whatever. But it's we are picking up on energy. We are picking up on something that's circulating within their fields that doesn't feel good when it interacts with our field. And that is what it is. And that is why we do have so much more of an impact on those around us than we might think. Um, And I'm already going off on a little tangent here, but I just want to say like, if you feel like you don't have an impact, your healing work is always doing an impact or your embodiment is always making an impact, a ripple effect, just because your presence is more healing to be around. And that's powerful. But I digress. So, yes, we all have this electromagnetic field, and it is projected from our heart. They say that the heart is like the most powerful thing in the body that creates an electromagnetic field. It says here, of all the organs, the heart generates the largest rhythmic electromagnetic field, approximately 5,000 times stronger than the brain's. And that's just so freaking cool. Like our hearts are so, so, so powerful. And uh, we're going to get into this later when we talk about the energetics, but there are so many ways that we're going to talk about to kind of tap into this heart energy and amplify it outward. Like really think about this energetically and scientifically and like magnets, like when the heart is amplifying and pulsating this energy outward and we're tapping into it and we're letting it fill us up and just kind of like embodying this heart space energy it's going to emanate out into our field so much stronger and more noticeably. And that is what a magnetic person is doing, whether they know it or not. So now, transitioning into the energetics section, how do we feed this magnetic field and really stand embodied and potently within it? Since we all know that everyone has an electromagnetic field, but some people just seem more magnetic, like we just said before, this is because they are really living in their heart space energy and emanating that outward. They are feeding their energetic field, instead of drawing away from it. Now I want to really hone in on this concept of feeding the field instead of pulling away from it. This is a concept that comes from where, at least where I read it, was in Dr. Joe Dispenza's book, Becoming Supernatural. And he describes this field. So again, picture this torus around you, this donut, this spherical shape of uh, electromagnetic field around you, right? And picture it full. It's full up. It's a donut, right? It's a fully not eaten yet donut. But then when we start to draw from this field, we're taking bites out of the donut because we need more energy internally to keep us going, right? To keep us feeling a certain type of way. So to explain that a little bit better, what I mean is when we're feeling the emotions of say lack, struggle, stress, fear, shame, embarrassment, etc. We're drawing away from this field and taking bites out of the field. Why is that? We can think about it in a couple different ways. One, you could think of it literally as fuel, right? You want a bite of the donut, you're not feeling so good, the bite of the donut would make you happy or whatever. That's like on a very basic level. But This field is so, so powerful. So when we need it, when we're feeling low inside, we're going to draw away from it and kind of draw that field inward toward us because we're feeling like we need something outside of us. We need we're feeling small. We're feeling struggle. We're feeling lack. We're feeling super stressed. We're feeling not worthy. We're feeling insecure, whatever it might be. So we shrink. That's why when people say like, don't shrink yourself or to make others comfortable or whatever, that's like literally happening. We're literally drawing our fields in. That's energy. It's Think of this really in terms of energy. I know it's kind of woo-woo, but like think of it in these terms of energy. So, and since our heart, okay, another way to think about it, our heart is what creates this electromagnetic field and really feeds it when our heart is feeling stifled, or hurt, or broken, or lack, or stress, or fear, or shame, or guilt, or whatever. Our heart is not radiating at its fullest potential, because it's, it's feeling like sad in a way, right? So we're drawing away from this electromagnetic field. And that is why when you're interacting with people in, or you're interacting with a coworker and they just seem off that day, they just don't have their typical glow about them, or whatever, you know, laden terms that we might is it Layden or layman's layman's terms guys I don't know whatever whatever you know basic terms we use to describe this because we as humans it's so funny we walk around all the time we use words like <clears throat> vibes we use words like oh you're not you're glowing differently or you know you don't seem like yourself it's all energy it is all energy that we're picking up on and we don't even realize it and I honestly think that's so so cool that it's just like in our language to talk like that but we oftentimes don't even stop to really realize what we're saying it's because we really are energetic beings like there's no other way to explain it and I just think that's so freaking cool but anyway so yes you see a co-worker and they seem really down they seem and it might they might not even be showing it on their faces right they might not even you know necessarily you can't put a finger on it you're like they're not crying they don't look dejected like on their face but I can feel something That's a little bit off. And then you go and you ask them, hey, like, how are you doing? Are you doing all right? You seem a little down or something or whatever it may be. And they're like, oh, thanks for asking. Yeah, I actually, you know, I'm actually kind of going through a lot right now. You know, my dog is sick or whatever it might be turns out you were picking up on something that was true. And that's because your electromagnetic field was interacting with their electromagnetic field. Your field noticed a difference in their field because their field is usually more full up and it was more subdued. It was more drawn in. And yes, less magnetic, right? So... Also, I just want to say like when we're talking about this whole like magnetic thing, like being magnetic, like it doesn't mean like that that person is better than another or whatever. It's just a really powerful way to move through the world because when you have this magnetic energy, it influences those around you. It draws really powerful experiences towards you, really aligned opportunities, all of the things. And you just kind of have more of a charisma and it can get you far. But of course, these are human emotions, right? So When I'm talking about these kind of concepts of, oh, when you feel lack, it's drawing away from your field. Or when you feel shame or embarrassment or sadness, it's drawing away from your field. And you want to be magnetic, so don't feel those feelings. Like, that is not what we're doing here. All of these feelings are very human things, very human emotions. So I'm not saying to just not feel them to keep your field strong. A magnetic person doesn't never feel down or low or stressed okay we're humans we're gonna feel stress see the thing is it's important to feel these feelings and to let them move through you the step here the key here is to do that inner work of really sitting with yourself and honoring your feelings instead of pushing them away or letting them faster because they'll never actually go away if we don't feel them through, and then they're just sitting in our field with nowhere to go, and then our field is less, you know, potent because it's filled with these emotions that we're refusing to look at, we're refusing to feel, we're saying, "Oh, I just need to be positive and push through," because I need to be magnetic. I need no. Let yourself feel. That is not what I'm saying here, and I will like. And you know, you guys know, if you've listened to my other podcast, I will preach this for forever. Feel your freaking feelings. I have a whole episode on that called Feel Your Feelings with a lot of exclamation points. So like, if that's something that you're struggling to do, or you want to kind of get more into and learn more about, definitely recommend that podcast. But yes, so feeling these feelings so that our energy has somewhere to go and move and transmute, right? Energy can't be created or destroyed. It's not going to... The energy of that feeling is not going to stay in that sucky feeling forever. It's going to be transmuted eventually. And the, the faster we feel it, the faster we heal it. And I'm not saying it's about speed, but I am saying that like when you choose to sit with it and really, really feel it, you are doing yourself such a beautiful and healing favor. And you're doing the people around you such a beautiful and healing favor because when your field is filled with healing energy, they can kind of vibe with that too and take what they need and it's just a beautiful ripple effect. So I also want you to picture with this um, something I forgot to mention earlier in the energetics before getting into that whole feeling spiel is also like seeking validation, right? So just as much as we can draw from our own energy fields when we need it, because we don't feel like we have that inner vitality to feel okay, our heart doesn't feel like it's, you know, emanating. So we draw from our field to kind of as fuel, we can also like literally hurl our field outward, When we're seeking validation, we're taking our energy picture like asking for somebody else's validation or seeking their approval or always checking in with what other people are thinking or worrying about what other people are thinking. Picture it as literally hurling your energy outward toward toward them. It's like you're taking You And you're like, am I enough? Am I enough? Am I good? Do you think I'm cool? Are you you thinking X, Y, and Z about me? And then we're kind of forgetting to nourish our own field. We're forgetting that when we just stand in our truth, stand in our power, don't ask everybody else for their freaking opinions, our field is going to be even stronger and more magnetic and more unshakable because we're just sure of it and because we just know and trust it. You have a beautiful aura about you. Every single person does. You listening to this right now, you have such a beautiful energy within you and it's radiating outwardly. And when you really feed your own heart and uh, with with your own acceptance, your own love, your own worthiness and say, no, I am enough. I don't need to ask everybody outside of me if I'm worthy because I know that I am inherently your field of energy is going to naturally and effortlessly become more magnetic. So now that we've talked about the energy of these kind of like lower feelings and sort of started to just dabble into becoming more magnetic when we fill ourselves up with worthiness, love, etc., acceptance, all the things, let's talk about really cultivating those magnetic feelings. I need to take a sip of my iced coffee. It's so early. It's delicious. Oh, I love her. Okay. Okay. So y'all know I couldn't make a podcast about magnetic energy without talking about gratitude, right? I know. Gratitude is talked about so much. Make a gratitude list. Talk about what you're grateful for. It's like, yeah, that is powerful. Of course it is. I mean, it's it's better than nothing. But really being in that energy, that state of gratitude, is what we, all we really need. List or not. You know, it's are we feeling it? Are we really tapping into this energy of gratitude? Gratitude is one of the highest vibrating emotions. It literally is said to heal ourselves and repair damage within our bodies just with gratitude, just with this healing, because we create so much disharmony when we're not in gratitude. When we're, well, I guess when we're in the opposite of gratitude, when we're in everything sucks kind of mentality. We're creating disharmony within our body's ecosystem. We're not a machine. We are a garden, right? And when we are watering ourselves with gratitude and with that, because you know that feeling, right? That beautiful feeling where it's like, I don't know where it is for you. For me, it's in my chest, right? And my chest will just start to tingle. And it used to happen to me a lot when I was a little kid. I would just be like in a room full of my family, like on like Christmas Eve. I have this memory very vividly. And I just remember sitting there And like all my cousins were like opening presents and like there was music playing. And I remember how it smelled and I remember like the fire and I just was looking around at my family. And I think it's such a core memory for me because I think it was the first time that, you know, I like realized what it felt like to love. I think, you know, I was like a little, little kid and obviously I always was love and knew how to love. But it's like when I actualized that and I was like i don't know becoming a person you know when little kid do you know that video on tiktok where the little kid's like dad i'm gonna die one day and he's like yeah you are and he goes "Huh, wow. and then just walks away and the comments are all like what this little this little man just like gained not sentience but actualization i don't know but anyway that's kind of what happened and I felt like this tingly sensation in my chest and I was like, what is this feeling and why do I feel like I want to cry, but not in a sad way. And it's like that, that's your key, that's your way in, okay? Cultivating these feelings of gratitude, of peace, of love, of joy is so powerful because it's healing your body and feeding your magnetic field. So finding ways to cultivate Whatever this energy, however it manifests for you, learn it, know it. You probably know it right now. You're probably like, oh, yes, I've had that experience before where I'm just looking somebody I love in the eyes and, or I'm petting my dog and I just feel overwhelmed with love. That's the feeling that I'm talking about. And you can cultivate that feeling literally at any time. Easier said than done, but practice setting aside like 10 minutes a day for cultivating gratitude. So it might be in the morning, it might be when you go to sleep. And I'm not talking, you know, if, like making a list if you want to make a gratitude list great but I'm talking literally as you're laying down to go to sleep just feeling feeling and experimenting and exploring with your feelings and this energy within you and saying okay like okay I'm setting the intention to tap into gratitude I'm gonna think about the things I'm grateful for I'm gonna visualize that person I love standing right in front of me okay now I start to feel a tingle in my chest or okay now I start to feel like butterflies in my belly or whatever it is Notice what these indicators are for you, these physical indicators of gratitude. Learn them, nourish them, cherish them. It's literally like fuel for the soul. It's like we have access to nourishment that doesn't come from anywhere outside of us at any given moment. How cool is that? How cool is that? So tap into it whenever you can. Make it a practice. And don't question, am I doing this right? Is this actually working? It doesn't need to be forced. It doesn't really even need an explanation. It's working. It's subtle and it's beautiful. It's subtle and it's so beautiful the way that this is healing your body and your cells and your emotions and your heart and filling up your magnetic field with so many wonderful, wonderful, wonderful energies. It's ugh, magical. magical. So the more we exist in this state of gratitude in the present moment, the less that we're drawing away from our field. I also want to highlight being in the present moment, being in the present as much as possible. Because when you meet a magnetic person, right, somebody who has that magnetic energy, it's like, whoa, that person is here right now. They are not anywhere else. Like they are here. They are present. They are drawing the energy toward them. I don't know what it is, but it just makes me lean in. It just makes me want to know more. It just makes me want to be in their presence. It's because that person is so embodied and present in this moment. So many of us are in our heads. We are living in the past in our brains. We're living in the future in our brains. We're worrying about what's going to happen in an hour. We're thinking about how that person wronged us last year. So many of us just even standing in the grocery store line are not actually there. You know, when you can feel like somebody's really there and present with you and listening to you versus, oh, this person is not present right now. And you know, it's not personal, right? Like they might have a lot going on, whatever it may be. But it's like, oh, I kind of don't even feel like sharing this story anymore because I can tell that you are not present. And that's fine. But I don't know. Like that does frustrate me a little bit. Not like, obviously, I do that too. Like we're humans. But a magnetic person, a truly present embodied magnetic person listens listens honestly and openly and is there and present in the moment. So one way to really drop into the present moment is when you notice yourself waiting in a line at the grocery store, the gas station, the drive-thru, whatever. Let this opportunity of waiting actually just be being present. You're not really waiting for anything, right? In this moment, you could be doing a thousand other things and it would still be this moment. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. But just being fully present, not on your phone, not thinking about, you know, oh, my God, all the thousand things that I have to do and ah, because you're drawing away from your magnetic field because you're needing that extra support. But if you can just let the present moment be what it is, magic, presence, embodiment, magnetic energy. Okay. And also, I feel like inclined to say this too that, like, it's okay if you think these thoughts and everything like that of, like, you know, not presence and of anxiety. And I, girl, you want to talk about anxiety? Okay. Mama knows it. Literally yesterday I was driving to my partner's house and we had, like, a dinner to go to and I, I was late. I was like, oh, shit. And I was stuck behind every dump truck And then all of these emergency vehicles rushed by and everybody pulled over for like so long and just every slow driver, every red light. And I was so freaking frustrated. But nothing I did in that moment was gonna change what was going on in that moment. Okay, I'm still gonna be behind the dump truck that's driving 15 miles an hour on a 40 miles per hour road. I'm gonna still be behind that dump truck whether I'm freaking out about it and you know throwing my hands in the air and getting all pissy, or if I'm just enjoying the music on the radio, I'm still going to be in behind the dump truck. Okay. Now, some might argue that if I were to let go of this resistance and really just be listening to the radio, maybe that dump truck turns a little bit sooner. Maybe it turns into a driveway, as opposed to, you know, a different timeline, where it was in front of me the whole way right? And, and we can talk all about shifting timelines with your energy in a different um, episode. But I just I don't know, I think that's so cool. And I, I did not, you know, I wasn't shifting any timelines yesterday. I was just busy and anxious. I think it was anxiety more than anything. Like I just I didn't uh, time guys it's stressful. So anyway, I just All of that to say, like, I'm not over here saying, just be present, because guys, I get it. It's a practice. And you don't also have to be present perfectly all the time in order to be a magnetic person. Uh Uh-uh. The more that you just practice this presence as much as you can, or this gratitude as much as you can, the more you feed your field and the stronger it gets. It's like working a muscle. You know, you go to the gym, you work the muscle, it's getting stronger and stronger. If you don't go to the gym for a week, two weeks, you're still going to be strong yeah, when you get back in there, it might be like a little bit of a challenge, but you're still going to be strong. You don't lose all your muscle in two weeks, you know? So same goes for this. Like this is not to say you have to be perfectly present all the time and you always have to be in this state. No, it's your magnetic field. Okay. When you feed it and practice feeding it, it's just going to naturally exist in that state and get stronger. And your aura is going to start to glow. You know what I'm saying? You know, when people also say like, oh, they show pictures of themselves, right? And they're like, this is me before my spiritual awakening. And this is me after. And you always really do see just like this inexplicable like light in their eyes afterward or this just glow emanating from them. And it's like, can you really put your finger on what it is physically that changed? No, but they just look different. And like it's just, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. I really noticed that about myself that like once I started and obviously like I'm a growing woman like I'm 25 so like my body physically is going to shift and I know this but it seriously I just looking at you know old photos just of even a few years ago like and then to now I do see this sense of more peace in my eyes than I saw before and I think that is all due to our energy, in our electromagnetic field, and becoming less density, less matter, and more light, more, more, I don't, I don't even know. Do you guys know what I'm saying? Anyway, I kind of went on a tangent anyway, but I just, I just think being a human is so magical and cool. And one thing that I really appreciate about sitting down to record these podcasts is that I do this weekly, you know, because it's what I love to do and it's what I want to do and I love the way that it resonates with you guys and I just feel like it's really important to uncomplicate things and to put this stuff out there but also what I really appreciate about this from a personal standpoint is that sitting down and really talking about this stuff just always reignites me and reminds me how beautiful it is to be alive and that's feeding my my field too that gratitude that energy is feeding my field too and I get to share that with you and uh, Yeah so anytime I'm actually looking at a poster right now that says don't lose sight on it and um, it's a song by one of my favorite bands Lawrence and it's a really cool like comic book looking poster and just I just want to remind you don't lose sight of the bigger picture which is the beauty of the fact that we are inexplicably here you know. But anyway, let's get into the habits and actions of a magnetic person, shall we? <laughs> so we talked a lot about the science, a lot about the energetics, the woo-woo. Now let's get into just some actualized physical practices, habits and actions of a magnetic person. So the first thing that I have here is eye contact. Making eye contact as much as possible. I know that, you know, we're all in different levels with that and everything. But as much as humanly possible, making that eye contact and really listening and really being present when somebody is speaking with you, just the fact that you're fully embodied listening to them is going to give off a more magnetic essence just because that person feels like you're creating space for them. And that is so healing for others to just create space for them and to really make them feel seen and heard and listened to. And how do we do that? We allow ourselves to be seen and heard and listened to in the ways that we talked about with the energetics and feeling our feelings. That's why we do it. So we can bring that healing to others too. And it doesn't even have to be outward like, I am healing. I am giving you the best advice you've ever... You can just shut up and listen and be so freaking present that that is all that person needed. And I really believe that. But anyway... That's number one. Eye contact, really listening, being present. And this is something that I learned in acting school. And I I feel like acting school is the study of people. And I, oh God, I just loved it. What I learned, one thing I learned there is in a scene, right? Instead of, uh, you know, looking at your scene partner and just thinking about the line that you have to say next, and they say their line and then you say your line next. It, for the audience member, for the viewer, comes off as so disingenuous because it's like, This doesn't seem like a real conversation. Like you don't seem like you really just responded to what they said. So the goal as much as possible is to really listen to your scene partner. Even if you've heard them say that line a thousand times and you know you're going to say the same line afterward, really listen and respond. And the same goes with real life. Instead of sitting there and thinking, oh my God, what am I going to say? Am I going to have the right advice? What am I going to say next? How am I going to keep this conversation going? I get that. But the more that you just drop into the moment, be present and just listen and digest what that person is saying, the more naturally the conversation is going to flow because you're not worried about what you're going to say and you naturally will have a response. And maybe the natural response is a pause. And it won't feel awkward if it's filled with that natural energy. So I know that's scary to like really trust yourself to know what to say. But you will. But you will. You will. So also body language. Not fidgeting or fixing yourself, etc. I heard this thing the other day about like the body language of like an ins- a person who's insecure or nervous in the moment is going to fidget with themselves a lot they're going to like fix their hair they're going to like kind of like shift around in their seat get all shifty get all like oh does my shirt look okay do I look okay you're allowed to take up space and you're enough and it's okay if your hair is a little bit out of place while you're listening to somebody or if you know you're Like, I don't know, like, you don't always have to be fixing, fixing, fixing. You are enough just as you are. And that body language is kind of saying like, I'm uncomfortable. Practice as much as you can to just fidget a little bit less. And, you know, for my people with a lot of energy, for my anxious people, for my ADHDers, I totally get it. Um, And I think also there's a difference between like that kind of fidgeting versus like the kind that genuinely comes from, like insecurity and worry about what the other person is thinking. So, you know, if you're like a leg bouncer or something like that, like whatever, you got to do what you got to do. Release that that excess energy, that beautiful superpower energy. But like this is I'm talking about like that straight up like, I am uncomfortable in this moment because I am nervous. Practice as much as you can. And it's going to be uncom- even more uncomfortable to not fidget and to not move and to just rest and sit in that moment. But the more you practice it, again, it's like a muscle, the stronger you're going to get at it. Okay, next up for habits and actions of a magnetic person is this concept of staying in your own lane. Just stay in your own lane as much as possible. I'm not talking about like, stay in your lane, stay out of mine. I'm just talking focus your freaking energy on you building your business, creating your art, bringing your best foot forward to work, whatever it might be, stay in your lane, okay? It doesn't matter what everyone else is doing. It doesn't matter what everybody else is thinking. It doesn't matter if Susie is on step 1000 and you're only on step 10, you are on your path. Focus on your path, stay in your own lane. And I promise you, the more that you do that, the more luscious your path will become. The more flowery and bright, or if you don't like flowers, the more, um, I don't know, motorcycles will, sometimes I say things and I'm like, what? But I be saying them, so enjoy. That's what I said. I said what I said and I'm sticking to it. It's the coffee, guys. It's the iced coffee. Sit, pause. Delicious. Okay, so if this is an empowering phrase to you, like, I'm in my own lane, then use it and run with it because your lane is filled with opportunity and filled with power and filled with so much good stuff. And when you're constantly comparing your lane to somebody else's lane, your lane is not going to seem that way. Your lane's going to seem lame, but your lane is not lame. (laughs) And once you fully embrace and embody it and walk on your path, you're going to see how magical it is and how many opportunities there really are for you that you just didn't even notice before because you were so focused on what everyone else was doing. Okay, next is knowing what you love and loving it and doing it just because you love it. Not necessarily for any type of gain, not necessarily to achieve any sort of success or monetary gain. That's great if it is, but I'm talking the things you love, doing them just to love them. I wrote in my notes the other day. I'm actually going to bring it up and read it to you. What I really miss is feeling hopeful. Now, that's kind of a sad sentence. I was feeling a little down in the dumps that day. But the next thing I wrote is, what made me feel hopeful was loving what I love just for the sake of loving it, not to succeed, just to love it. I realized the other day that I was so caught up in the ROI of uh, the things that I love that I forgot why I did them in the first place and why I loved them. And this goes for creating online, the podcast, all of the things. I was getting super caught up in numbers and in self-comparison and all of the stuff. And I was like, oh my God, I feel so not hopeful. And I miss feeling hopeful. So then I was like, what made me feel hopeful? And I was like, oh, it was loving just for the sake of loving it. So what in your life can you do because you love it just for the sake of loving it that is going to field your electromagnetic field i promise you that is going to make you magnetic as fuck okay because you know those people who it's like wow they're just so cool or something like that it's like they're just interested in the things that they love and they're not afraid to own it they are standing in their lane they're focusing on them they're loving what they love just for the sake of loving it and they're owning the fuck out of it in such a way that nobody can refute it or deny it and that's magnetism That's all it is. Just being honest and authentic in what you love. Okay? So that's proof right there. You're never too cool to care. It's proof that it is cool to care. Okay? You don't, I don't know, being nonchalant and, oh, I don't care about anything, just aloof, whatever. Sure, if that's your path, that's your path. But if you want to live the most magnetic life possible and feed your magnetic field with just like this radiance and magnetism, you're probably going to want to care without worrying if somebody else thinks it's cringy. Okay? cool so a magnetic person really is just authentic as fuck they are real about what they're thinking unafraid about how their truth is going to make everyone else feel you know of course unless i hurt somebody but you know what i'm saying sometimes the truth hurts and in fact they know that their authenticity is going to invite others to be authentic themselves okay a magnetic person doesn't sit around just talking about other people and gossiping and being mean If you disagree with, you know, what the group is talking about, if everyone's just shitting on somebody and you're tired of it, you can get up and walk right out of that room. You need not to say anything. Or if you want to say something, you totally can say you disagree. But... Set those boundaries. Magnetic people say no to shit that doesn't sit well with them. They don't hang out in spaces just because it's cool or hang out with people that they don't actually like just for the clout and just for the status and just because that's supposed to be the way that it is. And who would I be if I wasn't with these people? There are so many wonderful people here on this planet waiting to know your most authentic self. So when you go out there and you embody your authenticity and you just be it, those people will find you and you will find them. I promise. Okay next habit of a magnetic person is your true authentic self-care not the self-care that you know you think it should be the self-care that is self-care to you it's what you do behind closed doors the way that you feed your energy okay that is going to speak volumes and wonders you can always feel the vibe of somebody who takes good care of themselves and you just have a bit more respect for them too you know like they're just they're magnetic So self-care is huge. Also, the way you dress, okay? Be real. Just be real. Follow the trend if it feels good to you and you like how it looks. And don't if it doesn't, okay? Just doing it because it's trending but you don't like it necessarily or feel good in it, you're not going to be fully embodied in that energy. It's not what you wear. It's how you wear it, right? So wear what you freaking love. Experiment. Again, we're out here floating on a rock. Do do what makes you happy, wear the sparkles, dye your hair pink, do the things. Who gives a shit what the people who are too afraid to be their own selves are going to say about you being yourself? Okay, do you love with all your heart? Do you, you know, feel fulfilled by the things that fill you up? Okay, then frick them. Honestly, respectfully frick them. And lastly, and most importantly, (laughs) it's so funny. I just said frick them, but it's all in the way that you love ironic. But yeah, my last point is that lastly, most importantly, it's all in the way that you love the way that you love the way that you allow love to move through you to recognize the oneness and all and honor that so even the people who might be making fun of you to just honor the oneness to honor the part of you that is judgmental that you see within them. And to just know where that's coming from, it's coming from their pain and their hurt, doesn't excuse them for hurting you, you don't have to let them walk all over you, but you can honor the fact that they're hurting, okay? So sending you love, but also respectfully frick off, and that's allowed. <laughs> so this love that you embody, that you embrace, that you be speaks volumes alone without any of the other tips and tricks, just fucking love because what else is there to do on this literal floating rock, Okay? And that's that, guys. So that's the science, the energetics, and the habits and actions of a magnetic person. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to follow us on Spotify, add that plus button on Apple Podcasts, or give us a follow wherever else that you listen to your podcasts. And give us a little quick rating, a little quick five stars, maybe. It takes like, I don't know, 10, 15 seconds. And if you have like a minute or two, if you want to write a little review, that'd be so swag. I would appreciate it so much. I love you guys so much. I'm going to be traveling when you are listening to this podcast. So I recorded it nice and early. So yeah, if you liked it, shoot me a DM. I'll get back to you as soon as I can when I get home from traveling. And just know that forever and always, it is your right to feel good again. Love you.